Hello and welcome to Oh What a Time. Uh, on the main feed, you're getting this episode on Christmas Day, so Merry oh, Christmas. Oh, what Merry have you Christmas. got planned? Oh, dear, what, what are you doing right now? <laughs> the kids in the in the living room unwrapping their presents. You've gone. No, sorry, there's a new yeah. Oh What a Time out. I've got to sack this off. I can't handle it. <laughs> I bet you're having a turkey. I bet you are. Are yeah. you having a turkey? Apart from those people who don't like white, who don't like white meat. Oh, yeah, they're right, they're right. in steak. I'll give, let me give a second option for the edit. I bet you're having an up roast. <laughs> I did. Uh, I cooked the Christmas turkey for the first time in my life a couple of years ago, and How'd I went go? to town. And what I did is I read a Jamie Oliver recipe, and I was like, oh, I quite like this one about the turkey. And then I read another recipe on BBC Good Food. And I was like, what I'll try and do for my first ever Christmas turkey is combine all these different tips into Ooh. one mega turkey. Yep. So I bathed it in a bucket of salt brine for 24 hours beforehand, which meant a... Keep the turkey hydrated. Salt and, brine. Yeah, you like salt a bucket of salty water for twenty four hours. Salt brine is that guy who uh, sprinkles salt on the And then another tip that Jamie Oliver gave me is that you make this paste, this fruity paste, and you get it under the skin of the you ever heard this? Under the skin of the turkey. You inject it in and then spread it between the, the breast. Or with and a cuspo syringe. Yeah, well. like a syringe. And you mould it all in, then you get it in, you cover it, and like you're up at five AM. It was the driest thing I've ever eaten oh. with my own mouth. <laughs> with your own mouth. <laughs> You've eaten drier yeah, things yeah, with other people's mouths, yes, but not yours. It was horrific. Oh. It's a merry Christmas. for life. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I would say I'm pretty chipper, but you're less for life. Are you on ecstasy <laughs> all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I love Christmas. I love it. Yeah. I love everything about it. That's really including sweet. the turkey. What are your top three things about Christmas, then, Chris? Presents. Nice. The night before, I have always have Just a Chinese on Christmas. Drill down into presents, by the way. Is it giving or receiving? Oh, giving. giving. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's nice, isn't yeah. it? Chinese on Christmas Eve. I love a chi- uh, my tr- Christmas. My family tradition is a, a Chinese on Christmas. Eve. I always have bacon and eggs on Christmas morning. Oh, that's nice. What? How? Like scrambled. I just I go to the bother of making myself a fry up on Christmas morning. I do scrambled egg with smoked salmon and a um, what's it called? What's the thing with champagne and orange juice or prosecco and orange juice? <laughs> Bucks fizz. Bucks fizz. <laughs> what's the thing with champagne <laughs> and orange juice? What's the deal with champagne and orange? juice? <laughs> <laughs> on? No, I would. Uh, yeah, so I have. I you have, have a little, Bucks fizz. Bucks fizz in the morning. Yeah, it's yeah, lovely. Yeah. It's really nice. In your dressing gown. In my uh, no, I'm, a, I'm an early shower. I'm dressed <laughs> <laughs> in my Christmas suit. Top I'm dressed as Father tails. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm naked. It's Christmas Day. <laughs> naked Christmas. Um, yeah, I love it. It's, it's, it gives you a little pep. It's really, really fun. Have you ever done? You ever cooked the Christmas dinner? Yes, cooked it last year. As you go on. Yeah. Okay. I, I made some Brussels sprouts with some bacon, which was the worst thing anyone's ever made. <laughs> uh, I tried it. I said, "Oh, these are awful. These are so bad. I need to chuck these in the bin." Everyone, no, no, don't. They'll be lovely. Put them on the table, and then one by one, people tried. Went, no, this is awful. Got enormous respect for my mum. I've done it twice now, mm-hmm. and uh, she did it every year with zero help. Oh, yeah, and yeah. never, Absolutely. never lost her temper. Yeah, never got stressed. Never seemed to get annoyed. And you know, I make Sunday dinner like a roast dinner, but it's it, it really does. It's Premier League to Champions League, isn't it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I would actually say League Two to Champions League. Yeah. It is a big step up. Yeah, <laughs> we used to when I was younger on Christmas Day, eat dinner. And you wouldn't do the presents under the tree until everything had been washed up. 
which is quite a sort of oh, I slow hate, process I hate that, that as, a, as an eight-year-old, desperately. It's funny when to... you meet other families and you understand their traditions. Like, I never understand families who the kids will wait, like, go to bed on Christmas Day and having not opened all their presents. Like, save a few for Boxing Day. Oh, can, no, that's no, insane. No. All open by 10am. <laughs> by 6am, everything <laughs> done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, we used to, the family presents were given after lunch. Okay. So Christmas dinner, which was at about 1pm. Yep. Rather than in the evening. So lunchtime. And then, so st- like presents from your relatives that aren't Santa-based or Father Christmas-based. Okay. They were after Christmas dinner. We did used to do that. Yes. But certainly not... Si- never, so you do never Santa op- presents when you first wake up, yeah. then you have dinner, then you do the tree presents. Yeah, Same never opened anything on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I will... Same. I refuse to allow that. Completely not the one present. Not no, one no, no, no. Sod that. No, you shouldn't be allowed. And I've never, I've never saved anything for Boxing Day. I think if you even think about opening one on Christmas Eve, they should all be taken away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're I think you're you're I, I think you should go to jail. I do think that. Yeah, I'd put you in. Even jail. if it's moving and it's clearly a pet that's been wrapped, I think it still should be left. I went for a few years of getting being allowed to open the Guinness Book of World Records on Christmas Eve in the morning. <laughs> you look at the record for the earliest anyone's opened a Christmas Christ- present. It was you. <laughs> I would spend Christmas Eve every year reading about the world's longest fingernails, yeah. the world's longest hair, yeah. the oldest man, the tallest man, etc. I loved yeah. it. I might even do it this year for just for myself. Nice thing to do, but you should be doing that on Christmas Day. <laughs> I do sincerely believe that. Because no, on Christmas Day you've be got a Game Boy. You know, What's that? You might, one, you might be lucky enough to have a Game Boy. One Tetris thing I think that's quite sad mm. is the best thing for Christmas for me, or one of the top three things, other than the presents, obviously, Christmas Day, nineteen eighty-five to n- probably two thousand was the telly, mm-hmm. yes. but because of streaming, my children now expect to have the best programs or their favorite programs at the touch of a button, instantly, whenever. Yeah. And so I, and also they, they so they've they, they've got no concept of waiting for a program they like. Absolutely. And so they refuse to watch stuff they don't want to watch. And so the idea of flicking through the channels on Christmas days is out of the question. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, kids. absolutely. I think that that choice. I was talking to Acaster about it. Actually, that choice paralysis that you can feel sometimes as an adult, even with a just overwhelming, yeah. never-ending yeah. range of things you can watch. But for a child, it is that is they can they can just constantly change and move and whatever. Whereas well, like if previously yeah. it was like this is what was on. The snowman was on yeah. on Christmas Eve, so that's yeah. what you'd watch. But if it's, I if I said to my especially my son who's four, oh, it's Christmas Day, so we'll just. Hmm. We'll just flick through the channels and, and there'll be lots of good stuff on that we can watch. I'd be like, why? Grizzly and the Lemmings is on Netflix, <laughs> so I'm going to watch that like I do every day. Yeah. Whereas in 1991, it's, do you want to watch Noel Edmonds dropping off presents in a hospital or are you <laughs> watching the Brookside Christmas special? Make my, a decision now. My nephew yeah. reminded me of a gift I got. My dad used to give awful Ellis notes about this terrible Christmas gift. Yeah. I'd completely forgotten this Christmas gift. Um, my nephew came to our house uh, last week. When I was about 22, my dad bought me as my main present on Christmas Day, the biggest container of bubble bath you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> like 15 <laughs> gallons worth of bubble bath from a supermarket. And as my nephew like pointed out, my reply quantities. to him was, you've been to my house, Dad. I don't have a bath. That's <laughs> true. All I had was a shower. But it was like the size of my torso. It was massive. Absolutely ginormous thing of bubble bath. I've just blocked that out. As a, that, but that's what oh. the gifts were like in my house. I, I remember once from my mother getting four individually wrapped cans of Budweiser. 
individually wrapped. <laughs> By the third one, are you thinking, yeah, oh, here we go I again? Think I know what this is. I remember my friend. I remember his mother gave his dad uh, a kind of shaving foam and he laughed his head off. It was like, not a very imaginative present moment. She went, oh. And then the next present he opened was a kind of like Gillette shaving foam. <laughs> Had your cans of was it Budweiser? Yeah. Had they been? Had it? Had that present been left in the fridge? No, no, no. Cooling, they, they, or they, they weren't they, room temperature. So, so to enjoy them, you then have to put the transfer your gift to the fridge and wait for four yeah. hours. Yeah, I don't drink during the day on yeah. Christmas Day because with the kids, I find I get very sleepy if I've had a drink. Yeah. So it just means nothing. Like Christmas dinner wouldn't get done okay. if I if I had a Bucks Fizz first thing. I'd be like. Oh, sod it. That's just a chip. It's delivery on. Yeah. It must be, surely. Can I get a Christmas dinner delivered? Do you drink a glass of wine during a Christmas dinner? Yeah. Okay, fine. But that is that is otherwise just, I'm just like, oh, God, I need to call that bloody wrapping off. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> piss off. I can't be arsed. Do you mean I need to do a cat litter? Can they just, can they do it themselves? <laughs> right. Should we explain what this episode is today? Yes. Yeah, today is a correspondence special. Basically, we get so much good correspondence from you guys that we think it's nice every so often to do an episode dedicated to your brilliant emails. And today, we've we've reached that day again. Um, shall I kick off with some correspondence? Should we get straight into yes, it? Yes, please. Yeah, let's do that. Some people get hammered on Christmas Day. Yeah, I've never been. We've never. I, I, we were I never, can't. I think there's something in me that physically I can't get drunk on Christmas. We were Day. never one of those families. But some, some, yeah, some families they're absolutely yeah. faced by like two p.m. I find that quite weird. My grandma was raised Methodist, so yeah, my uh, too, yeah. she would refuse to eat the Christmas pudding because it had alcohol in it. My that's grandmother. How, that was, that's how far we were the other way. Never been drunk in her life, and she would have. One sherry on Christmas Day. And get and then, really uh, hammered. No, but her face would go red and then she'd go quiet for two hours. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was pissed. I used to get a glass of port and lemonade on Christmas Day. Do you remember that when you were a kid? When I was like 10 years really? old. Really? Yeah, young, yeah. But they have a little glass of port and lemonade. No, I was allowed to taste my parents' wine. Okay. But I was never drinking port as a 10 year old. I'm gonna you weren't some, a pirate. Yeah, I'm going to buy some port this Christmas. That sounds yeah. like a good idea. Port's great. We leave, out some, leave some out for Santa. So before we get into the correspondence, we should say there will be an extended version of this episode for subscribers. Probably another 10 minutes or so of great correspondence. Can you give us a little teaser, Tom, what might be in that extra bit of correspondence? Well, we've got, of course, emails about um, One Day Time Machine. And no doubt, I mean, I haven't flicked through them all properly. We've probably got quite a few... Um, Mistakes that we've made in the past. Yeah, 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 to, yeah. to point out, and probably more references to Tom's absolute obsession with kissing people in the past, <laughs> which has been pointed out and flagged up by so many others. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get that, become an Oh What a Time full timer, support the podcast, get ad free listening, a bonus episode every month, extended versions of every episode, and episodes a week early, plus uh, early pre-sale access to any future live shows. Why not support the show? It's Christmas. Don't be a Scrooge. Ohwhatatime.com. So, first email this week is from Chris. Not this Me. Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did I? I actually think Chris Scott is the best one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tom and Ellis make mistakes too, and maybe they need a corrections corner at some yeah. point. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I actually think Chris brings something to the podcast, and the very few of the. Yeah, I just think he's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> Rarely do I use the word hunky, but I think it would be the perfect thing to apply to Mr. Skull. So, Chris has emailed the show to say, Hello, 
first time I've been tempted to email, email a podcast. That's good, isn't it? Well, that's good. Oh, it's good. Ground. It might just turn into an absolute barrage. We'll see. Um, I love the show, by the way. Yes. Whilst listening to the most recent episode, Coasts, which is no longer the most recent, but we did do an episode quite recently on the coast, you reference examples of animals predicting future events, weather, um, tsunami, etc. Uh, my wife and I have had experience of this and can validate it, albeit a very small sample size. Back in March 2011, we were visiting my best friend from school who had moved to Tokyo. Quite a sweet best friend. Do you still have a best friend when you're an adult? Quite sweet. <laughs> <laughs> best I'm friend. at the age of 30, you kind of yeah, have a You're friend. my best friend. Do you know who my best friends are? Who? The subscribers. Oh, <laughs> lovely stuff. <laughs> but also, yeah. also the non-subscribers as well, because they are listening at this point. No. Okay. <laughs> For four ninety-nine, you could be my best friend. <laughs> Quite hurtful when people now don't take you up on that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I hadn't really thought of that, but yes. The four ninety-nine um, best friend option. Is there if you want it. On March the 11th, we were killing time in Ueno Zoo. And as we were walking past one of the bird enclosures, all of a sudden, and for no apparent reason, they all started squawking and, and I quote, started going absolutely mental. <laughs> this lasted a minute or so, and then they stopped. So although this was odd, we just thought nothing too much about it and carried on. And then the ground started shaking a lot. And you could see buildings in the distance visibly swaying. And the ground continued shaking for what felt like an eternity. Six minutes, according to Wikipedia. And we'd had experiences before of this, of a few earthquakes, but nothing too serious in the week leading up to it. And we found out hours later that we just experienced the Great Tohoku Earthquake, which is the fourth most powerful of all time. The earthquake of Fukushima meltdown fame. So, yeah, it's a very small sample, but the birds definitely knew something was about to happen. Kind regards, Chris. Oh, that is spooky, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, why is that? Do you reckon? Why the why are the animals? I, sort of... I don't like the idea that animals are more tuned in. No. Yeah. To the to to like the world than we are. They're a spiritual being. I don't like plugged that. into the universe, perhaps. Yeah, but maybe they are. They're, they're living in the moment, aren't they? They're looking I, about. They're taking in their surroundings. I just find that weird. <laughs> that a sort of I don't know a vole is more in tune with humanity, <laughs> not humanity, but the world than than I am. <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm on my phone too much. <laughs> but a vole, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they're not on, they're not wasting their time on their iPhone. Yeah, yeah, they don't get those really depressing uh, screen time updates of first thing on a Monday morning. <laughs> that vole is like, yeah, actually, I was just noticing things. I was being present in the moment, actually. Yeah, same for that starling over there. We've got more in common than any any than I have with any people, actually. Yeah. You do get the odd animal who's sort of forced onto Instagram by their proud parents. <laughs> <laughs> the ones who like, you know, people who set up Instagram accounts for Mr. Cuddles. Or oh, yeah. Yes. Right that really sad cat that's yeah. all over Instagram. Exactly. They've been forced into it. Yeah, they don't want it. And he doesn't look that present, that sad yeah, cat, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sad cat has got no idea when an earthquake's going to happen. That sad cat would never tell you if there's going to be an earthquake. No. He's too busy on Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah, checking his feed. Yeah. (laughs) Can I tell you something about magpies? I've mentioned this before, that they'll steal jewels, but what what won't they steal? What what will a magpie never steal? I don't know. An iPhone. Exactly. (laughs) Because it knows the dangers. Because it knows that screen time's bad for the brain. And it affects attention span. And it can't swipe with its claws, but that's a side point. It's mainly that it doesn't. But if you're walking in. down a sunny beach in the UK with an ice cream or a sausage roll in your hand, a seagull will have that. Exactly. Yeah. So it yeah. does. It understands the, the the certain parts of our lifestyle which are, are worth embracing. <laughs> Mr. Wispy ice cream and yeah. fish and chips. Whenever I whenever I meet a farmer, I always think, yeah, yeah, you're more in tune with the seasons, aren't yeah. you? 
Very you quickly, understand. in the rankings of the three of us, who do you think is more in tune with the planet? Who do you think is feeling its reverberations? I can tell you who is. My mother-in-law will go outside and she'll go, it's going to rain in about an hour, and she'll be right. She'll know <laughs> every she time. And she is using AccuWeather on, <laughs> on her iPhone. Yeah, she's checking her phone, then yeah. going outside, and then smell, smell yeah. a bit of performative sniffing. So one, one of the New York Times apps of the year. <laughs> I mean, Crocodile Dundee did that trick yeah. in the first minute, which was like, oh... I think it's going to rain. And then uh, he's, yeah, he's just asked, like, Wally what the weather forecast is. That's an old trip. Tom. Yeah. She's, she's done, you, she's, she's done stitched like up like a kipper there. Uh, do, do you know what? I went on a scout trip to Belgium. Right. And one of the old scout leaders, we were walking, we were doing like a little ramble through the forest. And one of the old scout leaders, like, turned to us and went, we need to sell, sh- seek shelter right now. And we ran into a, like, little hut and the heavens opened about 60 seconds later. And we were like, how did you know that? Even now, I don't really know. Did he hear it coming, like the th- like the the rain in the distance, or right. the barometric pressure change, or it something? Probably he is that, isn't it? He ran. He was like, "We need to get, we need to get shelter right now. It's going to pour down." That is quite good. I cycled to Paddington. Yeah, <laughs> and I was I left my house yeah. in South London, and it was fine. And I got to Central London, and it was a downpour that mm. I would class as biblical. Right. And I, I stopped. I, I left the bike outside um, next or something. Yeah. Didn't even lock it up, and I had to go in and buy a complete outfit change: <laughs> <laughs> pants, socks, jeans, and jumper. I was gear. soaked through, because obviously at that point, what am I going to do? I've still got to get a Paddington. I've got yep. a train to catch. I bought all of my outfit within about fifteen seconds, so I, I didn't look like me on the train. Right. Yeah. Um, and I th- and I didn't have your scout leader's skill for for predicting the weather, but it was 2020. That was an avoidable mistake. <laughs> weather forecasting by that point had been had been pretty much sort of mastered, hadn't it? Yeah. But I just remember um, my uh, the the pants I bought. I've got lots of pictures of cars on them. Right. How old right are you at this point? How small are you? Is it true you don't pay VAT in your pants? You buy children's pants. <laughs> I'm forty, right? right yeah. I would have been forty, but like my, I've still got them, and they were drying on the radio the other day. And the, my, the babysitter came round and she saw my car pants. They're obviously mine, not my son's. What yeah. kind of cars are we talking? Like Lamborghinis or like little toy ones? <laughs> anyway, so... you, can, you can tell the car pants because they've got skid marks. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, from what I remember, they like Model T Ford, like. Oh, right, I, cool cars. Cars. I was imagining like little cartoon cars. Model T So it's more age appropriate for a 40 year old man. I wanted to say to her, no, they're my only pair of car pants. <laughs> <laughs> I bought them because I, got, I hadn't checked the weather forecast before yep. cycling to Paddington. These are, uh, these are misleading pants. The rest of my pants are played. <laughs> They just have with my car pants. I don't like cars so much that my pants are car are car based. Yeah, car pants suggest that they are a particularly comfortable pair that you wear when you're driving. Yeah, when you like driving, driving gloves. Yeah, exactly. My <laughs> driving gloves are my car, car pants. pants. <laughs> Let's go on a road trip. Next stop, Route 66. <laughs> Looked like such a tosser on the train. The jeans didn't fit properly. <laughs> Mm. 
Well, uh, let's see what our next email brings. Uh, Good afternoon. I hope this email finds you surviving Monday. It must must have been sent on a Monday. (laughs) Not a Monday now. I was quite confused then. Very particular. Because we've done an episode on calendars, (laughs) I thought, has something changed? (laughs) Firstly, thanks for a great podcast. I consider myself a connoisseur in the consumption of podcasts, and I think Oh What A Time is up there with the very best of them. Thank you very much. Thank you. Anyway, I've had a great idea for an episode. Walls. 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 says, I know this sounds dull. The ice cream and the sausages. (laughs) I know this sounds dull. Yeah, it's got me in it. But hear me out. The Berlin Wall, so much more than that, a wall, a death trap of monumental proportions. Yeah. The Great Wall of China. Yes. Can you really see it from space? Also, why would that be useful to the majority of us who will never make it into space? Yes, good point. Great point. Hadrian's Wall. The, the, yes, the Hadrian's Wall. To be honest, other than the recent uh, tree drama, I actually don't know much about this one, but I can't do all the legwork. That's what she's written. <laughs> the Wailing Wall, properly known as the Western Wall. Yes. So much history. I think we can agree that walls has a lot of potential, or will it be like hitting your head against one? Nice. That is a good show. <laughs> Keep up the great work. It really brightens my week. Please do a live recording so we can all get together and laugh with no sound. Now, that's the thing about the fact that some of us, occasionally I laugh without um, making a noise. Um, <laughs> all the best, Lucy. Um yeah, there we oh, are. So thank, that, you, yeah, thank you very much. That's, That's a really good shout for a subject. Walls. Yeah, that but do you know the greatest shout. wall of all? What? what? The paywall of friendship, which is coming right <laughs> up. <laughs> I know what a time full timer is going to get an extra long version of this episode. But sadly, if you're not subscribed, then we have to say goodbye now. So, until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs>